Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So a teenager, a New Mexico teenager, found $135,000 in cash on the ground and immediately called authorities to turn it in. The cash was left behind by a Wells Fargo subcontractor whose responsibility it is to refill the ATMs. According to sources, the worker just accidentally left it behind without noticing. Yeah, that happens all the time. What did I do with that (laughs) $135,000? He probably doesn't have the job anymore. The teenager, Jose Nunez Romanes, got rewarded with a $500 check, a gift card from a local restaurant, season tickets to the University of New Mexico Lobos football games, and a signed football by Chicago Bears linebacker Brian Earl. Locker. Now he says, I did the right thing, and I know my parents are proud, and my family is proud as well. Now, I will say that I hope, I hope, I choose, I choose to believe that he did not find $135,000. I choose to believe he found like a couple hundred thousand dollars and followed the chewing the fat plan of taking deep pocketing some cash before you turn it in. So that he kept, I don't know, 60, 65,000. And then he turned in the 135,000 and everybody was like, yay, you turned in all this money. We can't believe you turned all this money. And in the closet, he's got an extra 65,000 plus the Good Samaritan rewards from the, uh, from the police department and uh, and the banks. I choose to believe that, but I have a feeling that that's not true. I will say this. <laughs> uh, that's what would be happening to me. If there was $135,000 in cash, uh, I would have turned in, I don't know, 100000 And then, you know, they, they can't do anything. Anyway, it's just, I'm choosing to believe that he deep-pocketed $65,000, and he still gets all the accolades. But that's just me. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, there's a couple more stories of people returning things that they found. Uh, a couple of people returning wallets. One, uh, the guy returns a wallet that he finds uh, it was lying on the driveway. But as I listened to the uh, return, it really brought to light something else that really kind of bugged me. So uh, this guy, and it's under the caption of... Uh, Honest guy returns wallet he finds lying on the driveway. Honest man picked up a wallet and returned it to its owner. And this was posted by uh, Epic Inspired. And so I I will play this. Oh, I love the music. Okay, good. Okay, so he rings the ring doorbell cam. That's what we're watching and listening to. And he's got standing outside on the... Off, just off the porch, and you see the video of him just standing there, waiting to hear from something. Hey, what's up? how can I help? Oh man, hey, um, I found the wallet outside. Um, by the um, uh, uh, escalade. Uh, yeah. 
the bill phone. I think it might be his or whatnot, so I'm just returning it because I was riding and it was just sitting right there um, by, right side by the driver's door. Okay. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I own the house and there's some guests in there that are renting it from me. Okay, the music is killing me. Okay. You're probably sleeping. What's your name? Oh, uh, Moses. Thank you, Moses. I've seen you walking past uh, the neighborhood a lot. You live yes, I see you walk. Okay. Yes, sir. Thanks, Moses. Welcome, brother. Man. Not many people out there are like you, buddy. No, I just had to stop by and grab a man because anybody else would pick it up and call me. God bless you. Thank you, Moses. All right. God bless you. Have a great you too. day, buddy. Have a great day, buddy. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, actually, the guy is cool, and, and I would do the same thing. When you see a wallet laying in someone's driveway, you absolutely take it up to the front door. I, you know, I make jokes about. I mean, you can steal the money from Wells Fargo, but uh, you don't steal the money from uh, you know people in the neighborhood. My issue with this is, is that the guy that answers the ring doorbell is the owner of the rental property. So he still has access to the ring doorbell. I don't know if he's given access to the renters, but I mean, I lease, uh, you know, my home and uh, I would not want uh, the owner or the leasing agent to have access to the ring doorbell cam. No, no, thank you. So that really kind of bugs me. And he said, oh, I see you walk by in the neighborhood from time to time. So that kind of irks me a little. I'm not real sure. I'm happy that the man turned the wallet back in. All of that. It's, a, it's very nice. It's very kind. I just don't like the idea of the house owner who's renting the house out having access to the ring cam. Really just kind of just kind of bugs me. Now, we have another guy that turns the money back in. And he is awesome. So this guy, <laughs> I can't stop laughing about it. He finds the wallet and returns it. However, while he's returning it, and the video is on a ring doorbell cam, uh, he ends up telling him that he found the wallet and he's taken some money and that he used one of the cards. It is awesome. Hey, what's happening? Hey, I found your wallet uh, with, your, uh, with your ID with your ID in it, this, and this is the address. Uh, so I brought it all the way out here. You could have really, really far, though, so I just wanted to see if I could take, uh, it wasn't a thousand a year. I counted it. It was only 300. But I wanted to see if I could uh, grab, uh, I just wanted to see if I could grab, I wanted to see if I could go and grab 20. Okay, so he turns around now because there's over a thousand in the wallet. So he brings out, like, I don't know, a handful of 20s, but he turns around away from the camera to count the money. <laughs> so he ends up saying that he's taking so much of the cash, but he took more than what he says. I just want to see if I want to grab twenty. Yeah, he shows one twenty dollar bill. Gas, because gas is high. If you see like a little seven dollar charge on your car, I had to pay my um, I had to pay my, my Netflix. I think, but I uh, I wrote down the uh, the login. You can log into the Netflix. That's awesome. So, uh, but I'm gonna leave your wallet right here though, so it's all good. And I just only took I only took one. In his hand, he's got more than 120, but only took 120. The other 220s was already mine. Yeah. All right, I appreciate it. No, really. The, uh, the other 220s were already mine. Uh-huh. I love that guy. Okay, so first of all, he's being very nice. He should have just, uh, this is just a helpful hand from chewing the fat. He should have just put the wallet, taken the, 
<laughs> after he used the card, he's already busted, right? So he's got to fess up to that. You got to let the guy go after that because he used it to pay his Netflix account and he left you the password. So you could go ahead and use it if you want to. That is outstanding. <laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I was looking at a story from Anna Fleck, a data journalist. And as she put together uh, this chart that shows data collected by Gallup, in June of 2023, so six months ago, for those of you listening live, today is the 8th of January, 2024. And it shows that uh, the institutions Americans trust most and least. Wow. Uh, in 2022, public confidence declined in 11 out of the 16 institutions tracked by Gallup, with trust in the Supreme Court falling by 11 percentage points to 25%, and in the presidency by 15 percentage points to 23%. That is in 2022. Let's take a look at the 2023 data, shall we? Uh, at top of the list, uh, the U.S. Uh, institutions Americans trust most is small business, 65%. And the military is still at 60%. Now, those are the only two, according to this data, are that are over 50%. The rest, below 50%, and some are well below 50%. Like uh, 43%, the police are trusted. Okay, uh, the medical system, 34%. The church or organized religion, 32%. The Supreme Court, 27%. Wow. Uh, banks, 26%. Public schools, 26%. Okay, these are all 26%. Banks, public schools, the presidency, large tech companies, 26%. Organized labor, 25%. It might need to be lower. Newspapers, 18%. The criminal justice system, 17%. Television news, 14%. Big business, 14%. And coming in at the bottom, <laughs> uh, at the bottom of this list, uh, the institutions Americans trust most and least, of course, uh, 1,013 U.S. respondents, 18 plus, surveyed June 1st through the 22nd of 2023. Coming in at 8% is the U.S. Congress. <laughs> they must be so proud. They have got to be proud. They have won us over. Wow. Uh, there you have it. I don't know where you fall in that. Uh, some of these, I feel like I've been beaten down thanks to this administration. There's no question about that. But uh, the rest has kind of been beaten down uh, with themselves. But uh, the way they've handled things, holy cow. The, the only two, though, 
still kind of strong uh not as strong as you'd like to have it small business 65 percent, and the military at 60 percent. those are the only two according to this that uh, are well over 50 percent I don't know what the data shows on the lotto. I see where uh, uh, Mega Millions is uh, worth $165 million for uh, the drawing tomorrow night with a $79.9 million cash payout. And the Powerball, almost worth not playing. I mean, that drawing is tonight, uh, $46 million. It's kind of sad. With, I mean, $46 million? $22.8 million cash payout. It'd be pretty sweet. You'd end up with what, $10 million? Something like that? $10, $11 million? That's still pretty darn good. Uh, I know those of you listening to this show probably couldn't use $10 million. Let me say this I could. And that'd be nice to win it. But it's pretty sad when $46 million and you're like, eh, should I even play? <laughs> And uh, is it an institution that you trust? Uh, the lotto? Okay. Uh, if you say so. Let's go to the break room. I, I do. I do. Kind of. Uh, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So the Golden Globes were last night, and uh, I recorded it. I have not watched it, although I saw some of the highlights uh, going through my social media feed, uh, which, you know, at JeffyJFR on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. And I was looking, so yesterday Oppenheimer and Barbie took home wins. we got to go down the list of some of the winners in the Golden Globe. Do we? Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, Poor things. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Ali Wong, and Stephen Yang became the first actors of Asian descent to win in their role for beef uh timothy charlemagne and kylie jenner got a little close and comfy jeremy allen white's uh, calvin klein ad was there joe coy uh he was not that big of a hit at the uh, golden globes uh, he even blamed the writers which i love but uh, uh apparently taylor swift did not like the jokes about her tough get over it <laughs> and uh kieran culkin uh, told pedro pascal to suck it as he uh, walked by after he won his award so kind of funny uh there were some things that happened uh you know we go down the list of the golden globes and uh who won some of the shows like uh well we'll get to it uh, divine joy randolph was the best performance by an actress in supporting role in a motion picture for the holdovers best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture robert downey jr oppenheimer yeah he definitely uh, deserved that i know my man uh, robert douche nero was up for killers of the flower moon oh darn he didn't win best performance by an actress in a limited series anthology series or motion picture made for television wow uh ali wong for beef uh was the winner and i already told you ali and steven uh, both won for beef i got i have to watch this it's on netflix i have not watched it it uh it sounds okay i don't know why i haven't watched it it is a show about uh it began with a with a beef with some road rage and there's 10 episodes so it looks like it is worth a watch i do not know why i have not watched it yet I apologize. I'll let you know. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a television series. Elizabeth DeBecky of The Crown. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a television series. Matthew McFadden in Succession. Yeah, he was great in Succession. Uh, no question. Uh, although I will say this. 
uh Eben moss bakarak in the bear was fantastic uh i really i mean succession had uh, three people up for alexander skarsgård and alan ruck and they gave it to mcfadden but uh I would not have been surprised, and I've been okay with Eben Moss Bacharach from The Bear. Uh, he was really good in The Bear. And the second season uh, focused a uh, number of episodes. Well, I mean, the whole, both seasons. Uh, he was big, and it was really good. He did a great job. Um, yeah, best screenplay, Anatomy of a Fall. That was, you know, I, you know a foreign film, really. Anatomy. Well, that's what the Golden Globes are, Jeff. I know. Okay. Best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy, Jeremy Allen White. The Bear. Yeah. I mean, he was the bear. He's awesome. Uh, I really I really enjoyed the heck out of that show. Uh, Ricky Gervais uh, won for Armageddon. Best performance in stand-up comedy on television. I will say uh, that uh, Ricky can be proud of winning a Golden Globe, but uh, he was up against Amy Schumer. Uh, Wanda Sykes, Sarah Silverman, Trevor Noah. Uh, you know, Chris Rock was in there too with Selective Outrage. So he did have some some uh, some competition with Chris Rock. But the rest of them, uh, not or hardly any competition at all. Uh, best Motion Picture, not in English. Anatomy of a Fall, cleaned up. They got two. Uh, the Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series, Musical, or Comedy. Uh, from uh, Oy Edebiri, uh, yeah, from The Bear, yeah, she was great. She was not as good. I, I like her. I liked her character, but she was definitely uh, not as good as what's his face, Eben Moss Bacharach and The Bear. Sorry, sorry about it. You just weren't. Uh, best performance by an actor in a television series or drama. They gave that to Karen Culkin. Succession. That's when he gave uh, Pedro the suck it. <laughs> Uh, as you walked by, it was meant in fun, and they both took it that way. Uh, best motion picture animated, The Boy and the Heron. Uh, that was great. I have not seen that. Best director, Christopher Nolan. Oppenheimer, of course. Uh, best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy, Emma Stone. Poor Things. Uh, best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama, Cillian Murphy. Oppenheimer. Yeah, he was great in uh, that movie. Uh, I see where DiCaprio was up for that. And uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Darn the luck. He didn't get it. Although I will say Bradley Cooper in uh, Maestro was pretty good. I watched that uh, not too long over the holidays. And that was worth the watch. It was fun to watch. Whether, I don't know how much of it was true or not, but it was fun to watch. It was about uh, Leonard Bernstein. The uh, It was a, a biopic. <laughs> I got it. It was a biopic. And then the best original score, motion picture, Ludwig Gorlason from Oppenheimer. Best original song, motion picture, What Was I Made For? By Billie Eilish and Vanessa O'Connell from Barbie. Congratulations. Cinematic and box office achievement went to Barbie. Uh, best Television Limited Series, Anthology Series, or Motion Picture Made for Television, Beef was the winner. I have to watch that. What am I What am I doing? Uh, best Television Series, Musical or Comedy, The Bear. The Bear was really good. It was up against Ted Lasso, Abbott Elementary, Jury Duty, Only Murders in the Building, Barry. All of those are, except for Abbott Elementary, which I, I, I don't know about that one, but... Uh, 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 only Murders in the Building, awesome. Really enjoyed the heck out of that series. Best performance by an actress in a television series drama, Sarah Snook, for Succession. I mean, 
Bella Ramsey for The Last of Us was great. Uh, Helen Mirren in 1923 was great. Carrie Russell in The Diplomats. She was awesome in that. So, you know, congratulations. Best television series drama, Succession, uh, is the winner. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I mean, The Last of Us, The Crown, The Morning Show, The Diplomat, 1923. Those were all tremendous shows. Uh, best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy, Paul Giamatti. The Holdovers was the winner. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy, Poor Things. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture or drama Lily Gladstone Killers of the Flower Moon there is a big surprise if you don't know why you should motion picture drama Oppenheimer is the winner and those are your Golden Globe winners for 2024 also happy birthday is in order to Elvis Aaron Presley the king he was born on this date the 8th of January 1935 now he passed away. I know. Like, hey, he's been dead, Jeff. He died back in 1977. What are you doing? Because he's Elvis Presley. He's the king. And we will not, we will not besmirch the king. So happy birthday on this day. And we will be listening to some Elvis Presley as the day goes on today. I'll tell you that. And I will listen to uh, <laughs> some Elvis Presley from the blues. Elvis career is just awesome, man. I'm like a stranger. I'm like a stranger in my own hometown. Can't wait. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Who died today? Who died today? Well, over the holidays, uh... Founding member of the Dixie Chicks, Laura Lynch, was killed in a car crash in West Texas. Uh, Just a horrific car crash. She was instantly killed. Um, She was the founding member. The one picture of her here. She spent time. uh, She lived here in Texas. And she she was on her way to Dell City. Texas, where she split her time between Dell City and the city of Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, she was driving from El Paso to Dell City. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, they don't know. I haven't seen any reports on whether the person driving the vehicle that slammed into her, a Dodge Ram pickup truck, uh, slammed into her. Uh, he uh, was still alive. And uh, so we'll find out whether he was under the influence or... Uh, you know, it was just an accident. Doubtful, though. Uh, Laura Lynch, a founding member of the Dixie Chicks. Remember, they changed their name to the Chicks after the George Floyd incident. Look. But uh, there's one picture here of her that I really enjoyed. She's in front of her automobile, which is an older model Rolls Royce, which is, looks beautiful. She's got her cowboy boots on. And she's got, uh, you know, a license plate uh, of the day. Uh, GRN. M-T-H-R. Uh, I guess that's a grown mother. So, <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, Lauren Lynch. Dead 
at the age of 65. Also, who died today? Cindy Morgan. Cindy Morgan. You know her from Tron and Caddyshack. She has passed away at the age of 69. Very, very sad. She was found in Palm Beach County uh, in Florida. They confirmed the news saying that she died of natural causes. Okay. Uh, they would, uh, the officials would not specify when she died. Uh, okay. So what do they find her? She'd been dead for months. I, I don't know. Uh, she was in a lot of stuff, man. I mean, she was great in Caddyshack. No question, but she was, you know, she guest starred in the love boat and Vegas and chips. <laughs> Those were all great bougie ass television shows matlock i mean hello if you were in matlock you were a star hello matlock i mean my favorite quote from ben matlock murder is a messy business <laughs> she was in mancuso fbi hunter oh my gosh hunter what a what a fantastic show you know it you know it was don't look at me like that that's with my man, uh, the former NFL player, Fred Dreyer. Yeah, Hunter. <laughs> awesome. So, Cindy Morgan, uh, dead at the age of 69. Also, very sad, as if the others aren't sad. Uh, actor Christian Oliver uh, is dead at the age of 51. Also uh, dying in this accident. He died in a plane crash uh, in the Caribbean. Uh, his two daughters and the owner and pilot of the plane uh, Robert Sachs also died in the crash. Uh, his due, two daughters, uh, uh, Medita and uh, Anik, uh, you know, 12 and 10, along with their dad and the pilot, died in this plane crash in the Caribbean. Um, it was shortly after takeoff. They nosedived into the ocean. Very, very sad. Uh, all four bodies have been recalled recovered the cause of the crash remains under investigation but uh they according to local they said the pilot radioed the tower shortly after takeoff reporting he was experiencing trouble and was turning back and that was the last communication from the plane so a very sad uh Kristen oliver and his daughters along with the pilot uh dead also, one more. A Brazil soccer legend, Mario Gazzagallo, is dead at the age of 92. It doesn't say what he died of, so don't look at me like that. It doesn't say. It just said that they confirmed his death. Uh, he was 92. Mario Gazzagallo. He was a legend, man. Uh, no doubt about it. He was a great hero for Brazil soccer and soccer in general. Uh, he played a role in you know Brazilian football history. Uh, won the World Cup. I think he won the World Cup four times. Right, the first person to win the World Cup both as a player and a manager. Uh, he won the reached the World Cup final five times, winning four as a player and then a coach with Brazil. Uh, pretty awesome. He got into trouble. <laughs> uh, he, he went to the World Cup and came in like fourth place or whatever without Pele in Brazil in uh, 74 he also got in trouble when he was coaching Ronaldo and Ronaldo had convulsions and uh, then they the doctors and then they were how come you let him play he had these convulsions well first of all he's Ronaldo and second he was like um, he was cleared to play by the doctors so anyone in my position would have done the same thing uh, I wasn't going to be the one keeping him from playing in the World Cup final hello it's Ronaldo. <laughs> so, uh, rest in peace. Brazil soccer legend Mario Zagallo dead at the age of 92.
We also have the death of a British Airways flight attendant who died after he collapsed in front of passengers just as the plane was about to take off. Holy cow. I mean, <laughs> so the 52-year-old crew member uh, just fell over. Uh, they were getting ready to go from London to Hong Kong. It was near departure on New Year's Eve. Uh, travelers were in their seats. The doors were locked and uh, he just fell on the floor. So a passenger apparently tried first to give him first aid and to save the man and the pilot urgently called for medics but he died at the scene and uh, i mean they said despite the efforts of the crew and the patients he was pronounced dead there on the plane the flight the flight was delayed until the following day obviously they got different pilots and a crew in charge um and you know the uh, british airways said our thoughts uh with our colleagues family and friends at this difficult time now i will say this um i'd like to know no it wasn't that otherwise they would have admitted it right don't look at me like that uh they would have said it uh sure uh both described uh you know both uh, were uh just dropped over and didn't have any underlying health conditions but it couldn't be that otherwise they would have said something right right so then there's another guy uh remember there's another guy 52 years of age as well was found dead in his hotel room on december 23rd i'm almost well it's not christmas eve but close to christmas and uh, he was in between flights uh dead and uh now i would be pissed about this okay so the flight this was in uh here in the u.s the flight from newark to london was called off as a result wait what okay so he died in a hotel room why is my flight being canceled uh, i mean we can't find another uh, another flight attendant to step in uh and take the flight because i gotta get to my destination i know i know i am that way sorry i know it's i know it's a dramatic time but he didn't die on the plane i get i get we're gonna postpone the flight when the flight attendant dies right there on the plane in front of everyone but this guy died at the hotel i mean we're canceling the flight because of that come on now speaking of flights uh, i would not want to have been on the alaska airlines uh flight from uh portland to ontario california uh, they had to make an emergency landing they went ahead and went back to to portland because a panel blew out uh, the pictures were incredible it looked like a looked like a movie scene the panel just blew out of the plane oh okay now no one was seriously injured thankfully uh it was about 10 minutes after takeoff so i'm sure everyone still had their seat belts on if ever there was a time to say you know please wear your seat belts that was it uh and the seats near the blowout were unoccupied so that's kind of good the aircraft was still climbing uh yeah we're gonna go ahead and need to turn this thing around we've got a giant hole in the side of our plane <laughs> what went wrong well the investigation is ongoing we really don't know we know that uh, the supplier spirit spirit aero systems manufactured and installed the aircraft's fuselage but boeing had a key role in the completion process so they're saying that it's not a broader design problem don't don't even stop thinking about that okay it's not that at all sure hey you know what we're gonna do we're gonna go ahead and ground the 171 max 9 
Uh, that's the type of Boeing airline that it was. We're going to go ahead and ground those, you know, across the U.S. until we inspect every one of them. I don't, that only takes, I don't know, just a little bit of time, four to eight hours on each plane. But uh, yeah, we'll just cancel all the 163 flights. Uh, don't worry about it. United scrubbed 180. Uh, airlines in Mexico, Panama, and Turkey temporarily took most or all their Max 9s out of service. That's it, though. So don't worry. It's not going to happen again, okay? It's not a broader design problem. Sure, it just blew open <laughs> in the side of the plane that's it just quit your whining okay now apparently they found a missing door plug that detached from the alaska airlines plane was found in a backyard in oregon now this door plug i don't know was that because uh did that cause the plane to split open and have a hole or what did that happen after and that's obviously what the investigation will uh, go ahead and give us and I'm sure there's no way there's no other way that they would that they would lie to us about anything like that right right you know on our institutions that Americans trust most and least the airlines were not on this list I wonder where they would stand uh, you know if they're down here I'm guessing the airlines oh look they have to be trusted right I mean they barely crashed there was an you know barely I mean you're we've got hundreds of thousands if not millions of people flying around the globe every day and you know your safety and security is of the utmost is it though is it <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not work for the FAA, but uh, they're not on the list, so I don't know where they would rank, but I bet it's not at the top. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I didn't put this in who died today, but Alaska's snow crab season has been canceled uh, for the second year in a row. So I guess it's not completely dead. It's just been canceled for the second year in a row. Of course, because of, you know, climate change. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, commercial fishers uh, are uh, they get a little concerned. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, the future of the industry is uh, about over. Uh, biologists discovered that 90% of the snow crab population had disappeared which they connected of course to rising temperatures in the bering sea affecting the cold water crustaceans food supply and driving them to starvation so last year's cancellation did little to replenish the population biologists hope one more year without snow crab fishing will steady alaska's fisheries which provide 60 percent of the country's seafood hello now i'm just wondering this is just me asking a question i'm wondering if they you know really still exist they're just someplace else and they didn't really they just disappeared from where you're looking and we're going to find out in a couple of years 
Oh, look, we've got an overflow of crabs. They're everywhere. They are just showing up because we don't know what happened to them and the earth has repopulated them. Wait for that to happen. I will expect an email at chewingthefatattheblaze.com from all the climate scientists uh, letting me know that, uh, oh yeah, Jeff, you know what? Uh, It wasn't climate change. They actually just moved out of the way. That's all. You can always email the show, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Thank you to Nate uh, who emailed chewingthefatattheblaze.com. This is a brilliant idea. And uh, he sent me the email saying, since you offer so much advice for others, and you're welcome, by the way, uh, including Million Dollar Ideas, how about this? A t-shirt that says, if I'm wearing headphones, just assume I'm listening to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And he goes on to say, you're welcome, Nate. That is a genius idea. I believe I'm going to try to make that one happen. Thank you. Chewing the fat at theblaze.com. You can also order a cameo from me at any time uh, at JeffyJFR and cameo. That's not free, but just, uh, you know, say whether you want me to be happy, glad, sad, mad, or mean. And uh, I'm happy to do it. That's what cameo is there for at JeffyJFR. Wow. They will not let this man alone. Now the Wall Street Journal is saying that uh, Musk's, Elon Musk I'm talking about, Elon Musk, they will not let this man go. They just continue to bash him. They do not like him. This administration is just all about bringing down Elon Musk. Uh, His drug use reportedly worries his company's leaders. Do they? Uh, According to the Wall Street Journal, execs and board members at SpaceX, Tesla, and other companies run by Elon Musk are concerned about the business impact of Musk's persistent drug use. Are they? Uh, He's reported uh, use of drugs including ketamine, cocaine, LSD, and ecstasy at parties could imperil SpaceX lucrative contracts with NASA and violate company policies at Tesla. That's a publicly traded company with a fiduciary responsibility to shareholders. Really, Wall Street Journal? Well, uh, Elon's lawyers responded that, uh, uh, yeah, he's never failed the drug test at SpaceX because after he smoked pot on uh, Joe Rogan's show, uh, NASA had a big to-do, and so he just takes random drug tests thanks to NASA to continue with the SpaceX thing. It's just unbelievable that they will, they just continue to find ways to bash this guy uh, because uh, this administration wants nothing to do with Elon Musk. And he, ever since he bought Twitter, man, ever since he bought Twitter. And (laughs) uh, I just, I want that to continue because he's, he's, uh, he's a good hope for us all. I know he's a strange bird. I got it, but he's a he's a good. It's good for all of us that he owns Twitter. Believe me, I'm sorry, X. And then we have the National Labor Relations Board who is trying to uh, complain that SpaceX uh, illegally fired eight employees. Well, now they're suing the National Labor Relations Board, arguing that uh, the agency is unconstitutional. So have a nice day. I see where uh, there's no, not going to be a trial now between Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway and the Haslam family over accounting practices at the pilot truck stop chain <laughs> that's not going to happen and we have opening arguments beginning today in the uh, trial against the national rifle association 
the National Rifle Association. The trial opens after longtime NRA leader Wayne LaPierre uh, resigned Friday, citing health reasons. Wow. And this is another thing being done by uh, Letitia James, who was going after the NRA and uh, Donald Trump, by the way. The lawsuit alleges that uh, LaPierre and others used millions of dollars to fund personal expenses and seeks to bar the defendants from leading New York nonprofits in addition to financial penalties one defendant agreed to pay a hundred thousand dollars and testify against his co-defendants as part of the settlement announced saturday so we'll see what happens with the nra at least in new york after this did you see the guy that uh, jumped into the bass pro shop tank <laughs> i mean holy cow now i guess he's had some uh mental illness struggles he's a 42 year old man known according all i ever saw was him called owens uh he dove naked into the aquarium at the bass pro shop in leeds alabama which i love leeds alabama this time of year especially is beautiful so it took short place shortly after the store closed or was closing and uh, he displayed erratic behavior, intentionally drove a vehicle into a pole in the store's parking lot. And then following the crash, he exited the vehicle, disrobed, got naked, and sprinted into the Bass Pro Shop, ultimately leaping into the aquarium. Now, the, you know, obviously the man's family said he struggled with mental illness. Uh, he's expected to face a variety of charges, public lewdness, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, second-degree assault, two counts of criminal mischief for hitting the pole and damaging the patrol car, two counts of reckless endangerment for his reckless driving. Now, he's in the tank, and he's screaming. He's completely naked. Everybody's making fun of a shrinkage and, uh, <laughs> you know, what little man part that he had. And a lot of these videos have it uh have it blurred out anyway <laughs> you can make the case that uh you know maybe he doesn't need it blurred out but i'm not making that case i'm just saying you could make that case but he's screaming and hollering and you okay you can come and give me but there's a full video of it like a couple minute long video from a customer at the store or someone who working at the store that shows him dive in and then he tries to climb out of the tank and falls and hits the floor holy cow that hurt and he slammed his head onto the concrete and then the police came and they handcuffed him and he finally kind of comes around and then they just kind of drag him out of the store somebody grabs a blanket or a sheet from the camping part of the store and covers him up he's laying there on the floor not well but his fall out of a tank man that had to hurt a lot and it's you know everybody <laughs> <laughs> the two-minute video of that, I'll tweet out later, at JeffyJFR. Pretty amazing. I mean, at one point... <laughs> All right, Mom, come and get me. I'm ready. Yeah, I know. But after that, then he goes to climb out and slides down and hits the side that's a long drop man with all those rocks and concrete around the bottom i kind of feel sorry for him and i don't know why i feel sorry for him because he's you know just another crazy human being out among us and uh many asked the question uh over the weekend uh remember when we used to put people into psychiatric asylums oh my gosh what kind of haters are you <laughs> 
stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.